live from Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Friday, August 6th. Welcome. 2021, by the way. A lot of you like to sleep down uh, with you know, President Joe Biden in the basement. So it is the year 2021. Anyways, uh, Producer Eric, how are you this evening? I'm doing yourself. I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, it's, uh, God, it was a very stressful afternoon today. Uh, dealt with a lot of personal matters, and mm-hmm. it's just one of those days where life, you know, it's uh, having to do with adulting problems. And uh, mm-hmm. so, um, it wasn't hard work, but it was very draining emotionally, not physically, just emotionally, and just uh, I don't know. Have you ever had one of those days to where it's like? It's not like you, you're working up a sweat, but it's just all the BS you got to get through. And uh, at the end of the day, you just want to fall asleep and take it, you know, take the rest of the day off. Seems like it. Yeah. What have you been up to? I've just mostly been at, been at home today as usual. Um, you know, um, just ready for the weekend can, can to be here. So, and then the, the birthday party on Sunday for my niece, Marley. Oh, there you go. You'll be celebrating uh, Marley's birthday uh, on Sunday, and uh, we'll be, I'll be celebrating uh, Grandma's 88th birthday. You know, as you recall, she turned 88 back on Tuesday, so we're going to be getting together uh, with some family members and stuff like that. So hopefully everybody else has some good, ex- fun, exciting plans over the weekend so they can get out and adventure, adventure out and explore before you know, we all get locked down again. Mm-hmm. Did you, and I'm not going to get into this 100%. Um, because I don't have all the factual information, but I've been hearing that in Alberta, Canada, uh, right. there's no longer such as a thing as COVID-19. Have you heard that? I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Well, apparently, uh, someone took it to court. My, my, the voice went off in D-Live. Oh, my goodness. I don't know why my voice is off in D-Live. It shouldn't be off. <laughs> Uh, we can double check that. Uh, we'll, we'll have somebody get on that. Uh, but anyways, in Alberta, Canada, apparently the uh, gentleman took things to court and basically they were not able to prove the differences between the flu and COVID-19. And so they've lifted all restrictions in Alberta and all of the and anything else uh, associated with the COVID-19 response that, uh, you know, obviously we all know how the government has responded to that. But I found that very interesting. And I wonder if that will make its way, you know, south. Oh. I thought that was very uh, interesting, though, that they, they threw the whole COVID-19 shit out the window. Um, no, the pert no, the says, no, the notice just sounded. Oh, I don't know. I, What's going on with I, I just checked, checked the audio like on that set of headphones and I heard you talking. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that for some reason notice was late, but it could be my network. Who knows? Have you heard about this uh, thing up in Alberta, Canada there, Per? No, I was listening to some of that. I was, I was talking to Honeybee on something, but uh, I have not heard that at all. Well, let's see if I can pull something up really quickly. Um, 
Ta 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 ta. Let's see. Alberto Premier says it won't take lectures. I just started hearing about it, and uh, let's see. I'll have to look into this more. I don't know that that this is fact. This is just things I've been hearing. But uh, it would be very interesting to see uh, a court do that. Um, it, oh, I guess uh, no, it says no, and Alberto Mandanapro. It looks like it could be, uh, I don't know, we'll see. Anyways, we'll follow up with that, but I, I had heard that late last night, and I was wondering if anybody else had heard that. Um, I wanted to start off with, uh, actually, uh, you know, if you ever get carjacked, right? It's a good thing to know, like, martial arts and stuff like that. And uh, I wanted to start off with some, I don't know, some, some positive type stuff news. And uh, I'm going to show you guys uh, a video over on the D of the Live. And basically, it's a, uh, a guy, uh, an Albanian guy, who prevents a possible terrorist attack with a dropkick through the window. Some guy, like you know, got in his car and started to drive off. But uh, I'll, 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 I'll share it with you. It's pretty amazing. You have all these bystanders just watching what's going on. And then out of nowhere, this guy comes flying out like a little ninja, just fucking drop kicks him through the window. That was pretty impressive. I mean... Me, myself, I'd probably be able to get maybe two feet off the ground. I don't think I could jump off the, to the window. Um, what, have you practiced that move, Pert? Have I ever practiced that move? Yeah, I'm just interested if anybody... No, not, not since I got out of my teen years. <laughs> yeah, uh, Captain Dropkick, that's a great name for him. Uh, you know, He should be signed up for the next uh, Ninja movie or whatever with Jackie Chan. Does Jackie Chan even do movies anymore? I don't know. You know, he's, he's old. <laughs> I mean, he's in his sixties. Yeah, as far as action guys go, he's probably not drop, doing drop kicks like this guy. But yeah, he, if he's dropping anything, it's probably loading his pants. <laughs> <Pooping>. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, my my dog has that problem. She's at the age of eighteen, and she just she 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 doesn't uh, see very well. So it's like whenever she needs to go, it's you know, doesn't matter if it's outside, inside, in the kitchen, the bathroom, the bedroom. Man, just whenever I feel like it, she goes. <laughs> one of these she days, I got someone to clean up. Exactly. Hopefully, one of those days I get to that point too. I, I'm looking for, very much forward <laughs> to that. <laughs> Although I'm not sure if uh, Big Sexy's up to the task yet, but we'll see. Now, I want to uh, read you the next story that I that was brought to me, and uh, basically, as I uh, discuss the story, there's going to be a multiple choice at the end of the story. So pay attention to the damn story. Um, an active duty soldier crowned Miss Colorado missing Iraq rotation to compete for the Miss America title. So instead of being overseas and fighting for our country, apparently, apparently nowadays it's more important to win a fucking beauty pageant. Anyways, the uh, story from Fox News is under no normal circumstances, Army... And, oh, by the way, I do want to preference it. It is actually a female, so <laughs> just so nobody gets confused. Under no circumstances, uh, normal circumstances, uh, Army Special Mara Spence Carroll, who was crowned Miss Colorado 2021 earlier this year, would be getting herself ready for an upcoming deployment. Instead, she's helping her fellow soldiers prepare for their rotation to Iraq in support of Operation Inherent. 
resolve and will remain in Fort Carson near Colorado Springs. Quote, I volunteered, and then my unit said, no, you're going to have to go to Miss America. This is before I was Miss Colorado, so they didn't put me on the manifest. Anyway, Spence Carroll, 21, is an intelligent analyst, intelligence analyst. I cannot fucking read today. With the 2nd Battalion, 23rd Infantry Regiment, 1st Brigade, Combat Team of the 4th Infantry Division, will stay behind with other active duty soldiers and her unit as she prepares for December's Miss America uh, pageant in Kentucky. Is that, is that what America is coming down to? Um, is, that, is that how society is going to treat everybody now? I, I, I don't get it. But anyways, I want you to either put, I'm going to give you three, three multiple choices. Define what a good headline for this story would be instead of this one that Fox News has. Choice number one, put a one in the chat if the headline should read, pretty people always get the easy way out. Number two, U.S. taxpayers funding Miss America contest. Or three, American security takes a backseat to a pageant. Hey, Slightly, you know what I didn't notice in that article too? What is that? I don't think they mentioned the fact that if she comes out so that she can do her beauty pageant, somebody's got to go into rotation that would not be going over there. Yeah, someone else is going to be put on the line at risk. Yeah, yeah. I just don't get the whole thing. I I don't either. It's it amazes me. I mean, I just don't get it. I don't see where people's heads are anymore in society. I really don't. Uh, would they do this for a a male? I mean. What excuse? Uh, what could we give for? <coughs> excuse me. I, I don't. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you had somebody like Mister Universe or whatever, I doubt they would let him stay back. I mean, if this is how soft we're gonna get, oh, we gotta let her stay. She's gotta enter the Miss America pageant. Well, why don't we just start letting men stay home if their if their wives are gonna be, uh, you know, if their if their wife is pregnant is gonna have a, a newborn child too. I mean. I think that would be more important than some fucking beauty pageant. At least that would be for, for me in my life. If, if I were to have, if my wife were going to be expecting a child, I think that would take more precedent over some wacko. And, and I, maybe not wacko, but a, a, another gal who wants to enter a, a Miss, Ameri- uh, Miss America pageant. I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that she should have, uh, you know, one, uh, it looks like uh, number three, American security takes a backseat to a pageant uh, is the winner, by the way. Um, but one, if you think uh, they should have uh, allowed her like they are to stay pizza here in the United States. or salad. No, not pizza. Which? Not pizza or salad. What the hell? <laughs> number one, if you think she should have uh, stayed here like she, they're allowing her to do. Or two, if... Um, it's not right, and she should be off in the infantry with the rest of the soldiers that are over there. Two? BP says two. BP says, how about the headline, she's the bomb? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think she should be overseas and fulfilling her duty. And she's probably, you know, she's probably getting paid, too, Pert. Yeah, probably. I don't know how that works. I don't either. But, uh, you know, good luck to her in the Miss America pageant. Hopefully she at least wins. I mean, if she doesn't win, then it was a whole waste for nothing, in my opinion. 
Well, uh, the big headline that I, uh, big story that I wanted to go to, uh, basically, I came across this this afternoon. And this happened up in Washington. And um, you know how city, you know, city council members, you would think they'd be nice to business owners and, you know, be supportive of small business because in every city, small business makes up, you know, a big portion of their local taxes and helps their local economy. But the story is a little bit different over here. And, uh, and I think this is in Alberdeen, Washington. I've never heard of Alberdeen, Washington. Have you? Have any of you guys? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Who the hell wants to go there anyways? Anyways, I'm going to let you. Uh, well, I'll, I'll set this up. So there is a transgender uh, city council member in Alberdeen, Washington. And there was a particular sign she had an issue with that this business owner, who is a, an elderly man, probably in his 70s or 80s, a former uh, veteran. And I'm not, I'm not here, and I'm not going to suggest that the sign is appropriate or inappropriate. It's a sign that he's trying to express his feelings. And you all know how I feel about business owners being able to do what they'd like to do and whatever their actions are. Well, it's going to affect their business one way or the other. So it's up to you. But I guess, I guess I'll share. Let me share the sign first, and uh, maybe we'll do that. Um, where is it at here as we scroll about? Um, bah, bah, bah. Da, da, da. My goodness, where'd it go? Anyways, it, ha- it went along the side, you know, basic. Basically, it says, if you're, if you're born with a dick, then you're a chick, basically. And I'm, and I'm not quoting, by the way, but you'll get to see it. And let's get to the video uh, how this city council member walks into the gentleman's store because she saw this sign and she was upset. So let's see uh, what, they, what happens. You're gonna you're gonna put that up and you're gonna let everybody else see it. Well, everybody when loves you're it. Confronted by a trans woman, you're Every, gonna hide it. Everybody loves it. No, they I don't think so. They take pictures of it. They post it. Uh huh. Nine out of ten customers love it. Yeah. You know what? It's bullshit. No, what you're spouting is bullshit. Uh, no, it's not. Trans it women are women, sir. That sign is bullshit. I'll tell you what. Just check it out. It ain't bullshit. I'm telling you right now, as a trans woman, trans women are women. I'm telling you, as a man, that's bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. It is. It's total bullshit. Okay. You know what? Nobody confronts your ass. That's the problem. Really? They say, really? What the? You want to bet? What the fuck is you going to bet? Do you know how many people you've embarrassed in City Hall? Me embarrassment to city. They have to tolerate that shit. The city, sir. You are an embarrassment to this. City. I am a pillar in this city. Everybody knows. I'm a pillar in this. Now oh, you yeah. do that. Do you know why? Every time some bullshit like this happens, huh? my sales go up because people are wanting this. Really, really, really. We're going to show them the side of you, and you do it. You do it. You do it really good. Because guess hopefully what? We can wake you up. You are fucking nuts. Let's wake you up. You are nuts. You're not a woman. You don't look like a woman. Uh-huh. You don't act like a woman. Really. 
You're no, fucked no, in the head. What's wrong really? with you? I'm fucked in the head. I am, I am confronting you. Yes, sir. That you are an asshole. And I'm confronting you that just because I walked into your store, you felt the need to take your sign down. Well, I, I, was, I, was thinking I, I was thinking I was going to uh, uh, be nice. What? But no. Be nice? Be nice? Putting that sign up is not being nice. Putting that sign up is fucked up. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it on my TV out. Good. Go for it. But you know why? Do you know why? Before they walk in. Why did they uh, cancel Dr. Seuss? No reason at all. Nobody canceled Dr. Seuss. There are tons of his books still out there. But the one. But Dr. Seuss himself said those books were racist and he was ashamed of them. And so they took them off. He, let me his, let me tell you this. Them off you, are, wrong. you are fucked in the head. Really? All right. So that's how it ends the video. You're fucked in the head. Now, if you're wanting to know, well, God, what God awful thing could they be discussing it about? Well, the sign that he has posted in his window is quote. It says, quote, just out Dr. Seuss's new book. If you are born with a dick, you are not a chick, period. And uh, below it, it says this new release is out now because the cancel culture banned his early books. And he's referring to Dr. Seuss. Now, like I said, I'm not going to say whether his sign is proper, improper. That's up for debate. The man has obviously his own convictions. He has his own rights to express how he feels. Couple of things that I took from this video. Number one, you notice how the the uh, city council member had said, "Well, when I walked in, you were about to ready to take the sign down." To me, maybe he was doing that out of respect because he knows that a transgender person is on their way in his store, and so he's taking it down out of respect. Never think of that. Number two. It looks like this city council person was out to get some, I don't know, some attention. If the sign bothered you so much, why the hell would you even bother going in? And in addition to that, obviously, as you can tell, the council member had their own photographer to videotape the entire thing. So they were prepared. So bottom line, she's being a fucking bully to me. I mean, she's a foot taller. I I don't know. I just think it's wrong. Uh, We went into, uh, we went actually digging into her social media a little bit. And I want to kind of let you know what's being said. If you, you know, whether you're thinking, how is, how are people on social media reacting to this? And in one of her tweets, uh, Earlier this afternoon, uh, she says, I am very overwhelmed at the support I and my partner have received. It far outweighs the hate and gives us strength. Thank you all. Much love to our community. And then he's, uh, she's got, uh, you know, hashtag LGBT, LMNOF and all that. Trans women are women. Trans rights are human rights, etc., etc. So below that, here, and I'm just going to, the top four that come up. The first one is sorry that you have to put up with all this bigotry. You have no doubt empowering a lot of young people are watching you being so strong, standing up for yourself. But it's amazing how as we scroll down, things change. Shame on you harassing an old man because he doesn't share your opinions. This is the exact reason we can't support you. 
you people use bully tactics to gain sympathy. Uh, another one says, you're mean, leave him and his business alone. Uh, Duck Lord on Twitter says, you know, every day I see things I don't like or agree, and I keep going. Why couldn't you have done the same? What did you accomplish, sir? And obviously, you know, disrespectful by calling the person, sir. Uh, what happened? Someone refused to, to play make-believe with you? Uh, so obviously, uh, not many people are siding with uh, the council person. Uh, I don't know. The name looks like it's Tiesa Mesquez. That's, uh, but, you know, yeah, you heard uh, Tiesa say, wake up. You know, just like all the liberals want Americans to do is, uh, you know, the woke society, woke culture. Where do you guys stand on this? Do you think she was uh, just starving for attention? Is uh, is is she is is the uh, council member in the wrong here? Mm. Yeah, I kind of agree with the one that says I see things I don't like all day and I just move on. Right, and I'm not like I said. I, I'm I will reiterate to everybody out there. I'm not saying that I agree with his sign. Obviously, the gentleman's very frustrated about canceling of culture and not uh, allowing people to have their freedom of speech. Um, my my main thing is does does that uh, council person by walking in there and basically you know you can agree with me or not but basically she was just talking down to the guy and uh, in a you know she was trying to you know trying to go in there start a thing hoping that she'll destroy his business that's what she wanted to do well, she's squashing his free speech well you know what she's doing she's giving uh, she's giving his business a hell of a lot of promotion. That's that's mm -hmm. what we're doing. Yep. Uh, the, the the business is uh, Sutcher and Sons uh, Star Wars shop. So it's a Star Wars. She even had the audacity. This is how the council person. She's so Looney Tunes in my opinion that she put out a uh, a tweet and she hashtagged George Takai. Newsflash to you, dear. George Takai is Star Trek, not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, she did. Uh, you know, she sent out a tweet to a couple of the big name folks that might be gay or whatnot, uh, just to try to gain support. But the majority of uh, the majority of responses that she's getting is, "Hey, you dumb bitch, you you should have left the guy alone. Just walk away." Yeah. What do you think? Uh, is the council person uh, out of line here? Um, I would say so. I mean, I'm I'm agreeing with what y'all are. Are, are talking about, but but for her to tag like other openly gay celebrities like um, George Takai and um, you know and whoever else, um, do you honestly think they're going to see those tweets? Because typically, in a lot of cases, um, a lot of these celebrities who are on Twitter aren't always seeing the tweets. It's usually their handlers that are seeing those tweets. Yeah, well, the the story went on because she actually doxed the guy too. Giving, giving out his phone number online, and now there's a big rally that's scheduled tomorrow. Uh, and, and according to uh, some uh, someone in chat, I think it was Dose. And Dose, I, yes. I, I don't know uh, the relevance, uh, if it's true or not, but he's saying you know Antifa might be showing up tomorrow. But um, yeah, definitely uh, out of line. All because of the guy wanting to express his frustration with them canceling Dr. Seuss, in addition to other things. I don't know. Let's go up in uh, a couple of the comments here. Uh, I think uh, I think he was trying to buy a Yoda flash, a Yoda flashlight. 
Oh, my goodness. Prescott, why? Uh, let me guess, Antifa will show up at the store. Antifa's already announced they will be there tomorrow. That's according to Dose. 100 yards because they want, they, that's what they do. Uh, I will call her Tom. You can call her whatever you'd like. It's your freedom to do whatever. Uh, they're a human resources of cancer. Sure, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Moving on, I, I just thought that, you know, be, me being a business owner, like, I would never display that. I mean, I've, it's come across my mind to post things, but, you know, I, I use my better judgment not to post a damn thing, uh, politically speaking. But, you know, bless the guy for having the balls to do it, in my opinion. I think it would be funny as hell if a transgender came into your shop and started fighting, arguing with you, rather. I, I've, I've had a couple uh, come in. But not yeah. even not, and then talking about the LGBTQ RSTUV oh, community, no. and oh, you no. could just throw it right back at them. I only talk politics with my customers that I know I align with. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I, that would just be so funny them thinking they got you on the ropes, not realizing that you know, hey, uh, you realize that uh, you know. <laughs> well, and and you know what? There's sometimes where I have customers, especially during COVID, who are all about like I had have this one gal. She came in a couple weeks ago, and she's like. She had her mask on, and uh, she's like, well, didn't you hear? You, we have to be uh, wearing masks again in, indoors and everywhere. And uh, I wasn't there, uh, but my store manager was like, um, I haven't received that bulletin, but uh, by all means, you're more than welcome to show me. And uh, obviously, she didn't have anything, but it's yeah. it's funny how you know we have customers that come in that you know I don't align with politically, and just you know you let them say their thing, you know. They have their feelings, they have their thoughts, and you know, you just shake your head and nod and move on to the next customer. I'm like, I, you know, I'm not going to beat them over the head with, uh, about things, uh, especially you know, if I want them to come back. So, anywho, uh, let's see. So we'll see what happens. I was actually thinking, and, and I did try to call there. I do have a phone number to her city, you know, to the city council person's uh, desk. Uh, the one time that I tried calling this afternoon, it went directly to voicemail, but, uh, I would love to have her on and, and I just want to know why in the hell she wanted to go in there in the first place and bombard the guy. Just let the guy have his thoughts. Let him do his business. You go do your business. Go, go support your other small businesses in your community. And is, isn't she supposed to be supportive of uh, local businesses too? I guess that's how she shows her affection. The other thing I don't get is, well, that's a different story. But So she's a transgender female, but she's with a female. So I'm trying to understand that one as well. But I don't know. Maybe one day a light will turn on. Anywho, moving on. We have uh, Governor Who. <laughs> have you guys heard about Governor Who in Whoville? I don't think I have. I've heard of Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Doctor is coming back with the with Governor Who in the in Who Land. Anyways, uh, Joe Biden was uh, seemingly jokingly to be unforgettable, which you never know with him. And a reporter was asking him, "Well, what about uh, what Ron DeSantis has to, has to say about what the federal government's doing and this and that and the other?" And uh, here's what. Uh, Here's what uh, Governor DeSantis had to say back to that. Do you have a comment about the comment that President Biden made recently? <laughs> well, uh, 
I guess I'm not surprised that, that Biden doesn't remember me. Um, I guess the question is, is what else has he forgotten? <laughs> Biden's forgotten about the crisis at our southern border, I can tell you that. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the inflation that's biting the budgets of families all throughout our country. Uh, Biden has forgotten about the demonstrators who are fighting for freedom down in Cuba. Biden's even forgotten about the Constitution itself, as we saw with what he did with this moratorium. And I can just tell you, I'm the governor who protects parents and their ability to make the right choices for their kids' education. I'm the governor who protects the jobs and education and businesses in Florida by not letting the federal government lock us down. I'm the governor who answers to the people of Florida, not to bureaucrats in Washington. There you go. I mean, and he's 100% right. Um, I, I, I think all Floridians should be very proud of their governor. I don't think there's a single governor in the entire United States that has done more to protect the freedoms and liberties of his constituents than any other governor in the United States. And we are. You, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you and uh, Honeybee are out there, right? Yep, and Tampa Bay Mike. And, you know, even even though, you know, they're trying to say how, you know, COVID uh, percentages are going up and all that, isn't the bigger story that he's allowing you to continue to have your freedoms and liberties and, you know, make the best decision that you can make for yourselves and your families? Yeah, and he also uh, ended a while back the extra kick for unemployment. And is there, a, you know, is there anybody that are any groups or anything like uh, – people out there protesting what he's trying to do? Oh yeah. They're, they're trying to sue him for ending the, uh, the pay to stay at home deal, the extra bonus or extra boost. Right. But as far as, uh, you know, as far as him not requiring masks, I mean, there are people out on the streets with signs uh, about how you're, he's killing people and all that. Yeah, You mean like they protest, uh, Newscom instead of in reverse? Yeah, no, they don't do that. That's, that's beautiful. I I might have to move to Florida one day. Uh, We've been telling you. I know, I know. But you know what? Packing up a house and moving it across the country is a lot of work. Are you going to come and help move? If you're going to move the house across country, why would you pack it up? <laughs> well, it's not a mobile home. Oh, okay. Unbelievable. If that were the case, we'd just get a big, uh, big truck and just haul it over there. That'd be pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't have that ability. Anyways, we're going to take a uh, quick time out. We'll come back, maybe give you another story or two. We uh, definitely want to open it up a little bit. And uh, I don't know. I'm very tired and dragging ass. But you're still listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Friday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. All right. Welcome back. Um, here's, here's a, a funny one that, uh, I think you sent this over to me, Pert. Uh, it has to do with that video is kind of off about, uh, how important it is. What is it to wear underwear? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this that was just my tagline was- I put on it. Yeah, now this guy, uh, it was pretty hilarious. And uh, basically, this guy is a pole vaulter. And things don't always go the way they should. I'll just say that, I guess. But uh, I'm going to bring up the video of this here momentarily. 
and uh, you guys can take a look at that. Things are going good. Get over the bar, and ah, that fucking hurts. That, yeah, like, oh. yeah. You'd be saying the same. You'd be saying more than that if you were him. So on his way down from crossing the the bar, his uh, pole. Uh, let's just say it kind of reaches the pole area of his own uh, self. Uh, you know, his own body. <laughs> and you used to be a pole vaulter, didn't you, Part? Yeah, but I only broke a pole. I didn't worry about that because he's going higher than what I went there. Nothing, nothing like that ever closely, remotely came close to happening like that, right? Right. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Uh, yeah. No, I nothing. I won't go into that. I'm uh, fine. Yeah. Oh, there's there's a <laughs> story. There. There's no. a story somewhere in there that we'll have to go fishing for one day. Yeah, those they got they got points for form. Zero. <laughs> Zero points. Uh, Dose says, I will definitely be looking for a winter home in Florida over the next, in the next few years. You don't like cold weather, Dose? What's, what's wrong with cold weather? I look forward. Like, it's hot as hell in San Diego right now. It's like in the mid to upper 80s. And I even have, like, the wind blowing on me right now. And, I, and you can look at my face, and I'm still red. I'm just like, oh. it could be the lighting and stuff like that in here. But anyway. Uh, the next story I have is uh, comes from the Yahoo News folks. Uh, Matt Ga- Matt Gates rants that Fox News is not what it used to be and accuses Paul Ryan of canceling Lou Dobbs. Um, Rep- Representative Gates long longs for the old days of Fox News when quote America's angry uncle Lou Dobbs could be as politically incorrect as he pleased, and more importantly, Paul Ryan was not involved. Uh, Gates went after Ryan and the network on the first episode of his new podcast. Firebrand on Thursday, accusing the former House Speaker and now Fox News board member of having a hand in Dobbs's show going off the air. The Florida congressman pre- prefaced his rant by expressing his gratitude for Fox News, which he was a fixture on until it was reported that he was under a federal investigation for sex trafficking. Quote, I appreciate the platform Fox News gave me for years. It allowed me to get key information to the country. I have many friends still at Fox News, and I enjoy our discussions, whether they're on or off the air. And uh, he went on to praise Dobbs and his now defunct Fox News program, Lou Dobbs Tonight, describing it as one of his, quote, favorite shows on the platform. Dobbs has been with the network for 10 years, and when his show was canceled in 2021 due to lawsuit accusing the host of spreading lies about the 2020 election. So I guess, uh, Mr. Eric? Mr. Dobbs and uh, Mr. Gates are not very, very cool. They're not, uh, they're not homies, I guess. Eric, are you there? <laughs> uh, Eric missed that. That's right up his alley, too. News yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah he, he's the one that shared the story with oh, me. I'm like, well, okay. How rude. I, right? Unbelievable. We're going to send uh, producer Eric on timeout. Oh, shoot. I was muted. Yes, you were. I, I mean, you could have unmuted me on your end. Oh, got uh, I didn't know you were muted. So, well, um, the, the thing about Paul Ryan and Lou Dobbs is that they're, yeah, you, know, you know, I would think they're very alike. Um, but it, but of course, but you know, Paul Ryan sucks anyways. But I would imagine, besides Paul Ryan having a hand in getting rid of Lou Dobbs, he also had a hand in getting rid of Trish Regan too. Remember her. Um, but, but you know, who could, could might be next in line to walk the plank? I wonder, could it be Judge Janine or could it be Tucker Carlson? But 
But you got to figure those two names, along with Sean Handy and Laura Ingram and Jesse Waters and Greg Gutfeld and Brian Kilmeade, are what's keeping that network relevant. Where is is Judge Janine still on Fox News? Mm-hmm, on Saturdays. Okay, I wonder what she and, does. And she's the one. She she was the one when she was on the View three years ago. She she pointed her finger at Whoopi calling her as having like Trump derangement syndrome and then and Whoopi just literally blew up. But but funny thing about Whoopi is one of my friends, you know, you know, you know, who lives over in a town tw- almost like 15, 20 minutes from me, he thinks Whoopi might be gay. Well, she's dated Ted Dancing. Come on. <laughs> Did you I, say I think what you know uh, you know th- th- this friend of mine thinks um the that that Wolfie might be a closet lesbian. Oh, come on. You got to get more than just things. I give it like a 79 to 85% on the gay on the gay percentage scale. Um, and, and and I think um you know according to Betty White um I, I think Betty White would probably be saying you're barking up the wrong lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say Betty White's a lesbian? Uh, no, 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 I, I like the Saturday Night Live skit that she did, um, but she would, um, I wonder if she'd be in agreement with Whoopi possibly being that. Yeah, well, I think there's more of a, a very strong possibility that Whoopi, uh, you know, is not making Whoopi with any males, but uh, Betty White, was she ever married? Yeah. Alan Ludden was her late husband. Oh, okay. I never heard of her being married, but I could have been like a little baby at that time. Because she's what? Is she a hundred? She she's close. She's ninety nine years old. Um, her husband died in nineteen eighty one. Damn, that's a long way to live uh, after your husband goes. That's really impressive. But I think when Betty White was on Saturday Night Live that time, I love the the census taker sketch, and um, and her name was Blarfengar Blarfengar spelled Lee Smith. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, Sean, what is going on, buddy? Um. We're just uh, chilling out. I uh, I know there was another story. I didn't quite get. I I mean, I got the gist of it, uh, Pert. Uh, I know this. It was uh, a story that you had sent me about. <clears throat> excuse me. How a teacher uh, had to do with a teacher, and a uh, one of her students came oh, to yeah. her and basically told her, uh, "Ma'am, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying because you're white." And yeah, I you think one thing when you look at the heart, right? Yeah. I mean, you when, when you look at the headline, you think one thing, but when, then when you read the story, it's like, oh, now I see where she's coming from. Yeah, I, I thought it was when I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, my gosh, get the popcorn ready. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but no, it uh, basically uh, it's, it's a very prolonged article. And basically it uh, it was a turning point in this teacher's career, according to her, uh, to where until that. After that moment, she realized that she needed to teach in a different way where her students could assimilate with her a little bit better. And Mm -hmm. so she started teaching it in a different style. And uh, I don't I I don't know how I feel about it. Um, I I mean, I'm I'm glad that the teacher was able to make that connection. Well, but but if you read in there also, she says she felt horrible because her children realized white privilege before she did. I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a tough, it's a tough topic in, in my opinion. I mean, 
at the same time, kids that are growing up in this day and age, I mean, maybe it's not as rampant out here, but I don't think that children, colors matter to children, honestly. What I do think has an effect on them is what their parents tell them. And, and uh, you know, God only yeah. knows what, ch- you know, children are being told while they're at home. But, you know, every child that's growing up and getting it, this, you know, getting the same public education and all that, they all have an equal shot at life, in my opinion. Well, you would hope so. I, I would hope so. And if, and if that's not the case, then something is breaking down in the system somewhere. It, I don't think it necessarily uh, a society, uh, you know, members of society that are holding people back. But I think there are times that the people that say they are the not privileged, I think they hold themselves back just by saying, just by keeping that little thing of, oh, well, I'm not white, I'm not privileged. Yeah, well, now it's going to be all reversed because they're teaching, oh, I'm white, I'm too privileged. Yeah, so, so that, does that, I guess that means that you just bend over backwards for everybody to walk all over yourself. I, that's what I'm thinking. That's what it sounds like, at least. White, uh, white previously challenged. I <laughs> also, <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's I, it, just why can't people just get along? That's everybody's too busy making excuses why they deserve something that somebody else, you know, that they that they don't have, that someone else has. I mean, we live in a society where. A lot of people in society, all they're trying to do is be one up on everybody else. They're not working together with people. Uh, I mean, look at the you know the government. The government loves it. I mean, I know you missed uh, last night's show because you're you're traveling. But yesterday we talked about a Chinese immigrant that is here in the United States and how she relates what's going on in our country now to what was going on back in China in the 1960s and 70s with the Chinese Cultural Revolution. It's amazing the people who lived through what we are seemingly going towards don't want to listen to those people. Well, right. Uh, they or don't want to listen to people live through it. And, and neither do they want to take a look at the research. I mean, the, the words that were echoed by this woman... I mean, it is so, so, it, it, you, if you read what she had to say of as far as what happened in China in the 60s and 70s, it was like the exact same thing that has happened for the past year here with people rioting in the streets, with statues being, you know, the government and the people saying how we need to remove statues, we need to rename schools, military bases. And if anybody down. looks at at Cuba and Venezuela as success stories, let them go. But what does it take to wake up a society? That's, I mean, that's, it's great. It's, it's scary. Well, um, I'll agree with that. It, it does, it's definitely scary. And, um, I don't know. It's, it's too close to comfort, too close for comfort, I guess, for me. But at the same time, you continue to see that rhetoric. <clears throat> that, so, Live, like I say, live each, though, live each day as though it may be your last. That's, uh, that's all I can say about that. Anyways, I, I don't have much uh, of anything else that, uh, as far as news stories and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. If we, uh, I was going to open it up and kind of just 
shoot the shit uh, for the rest of the show. Um, I don't know. Uh, any any fun topics you uh, you guys uh, would like to talk about? Dude, Sean, Pert, Eric. Um, well, um, I think in that like um, Matt Gates story I sent, like I watched that episode uh, of his podcast in its entirety. Um, and besides him, you know, really just trashing um, Paul Ryan very hard, like he did. Um, um, I saw the part where you know he. You know, basically explained that um, that that the smear campaign against him was, was assen- essentially uh, like a smear campaign. You know, to try to make him look bad in an effort to make other establishment powers that be look good. And then, and he also had a great conversation with Marjorie Taylor Greene as well, which you know, and she is you know, as a congresswoman who is liked by some and, and hated by others because um, because I think she like Matt Gates and Josh Hawley and Lauren Bo- Boebert they embody Donald Trump's America first agenda and, and then your Mitch McConnell's and your Paul Ryan's, you know, they they cannot stand seeing, um, you know, politicians who aren't afraid to fight. Yeah. The thing, the thing about, you know, and, you know, listening to all the representatives and stuff like that. I mean, I know there are some people out there that are in government Mm -hmm. that, you know, they still care. I, I get that. Yeah. The majority of them, they, they don't. And I don't they, think... They've become corrupted by the greed and, you know, ba- and basically like the mob mentality that's associated with politics. Like, like I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse if, if you don't take this offer. It's it's like, take this offer or else. Right. I mean, and, and you speak of mob mentality. I mean, we saw a perfect example of that yesterday when that Iranian immigrant went to speak to a school board and mm-hmm. that's you know mob mentality is if you what your rhetoric is coming anything that's coming out of your mouth goes against the agenda or goes against the talking point how dare you speak and that's and and that's what it's coming down to uh mm-hmm. I mean, you have social media pe- cutting people off banning them you have school boards not allowing people to speak uh, at meetings unless it's all about critical race theory or uh, kissing some ass, um, yeah. but like I said, and it has to start at a, at a local level, in my opinion. It's uh, yeah. it's one of those things to where if it doesn't start at in your local communities, it's never going to spread. Right. Big sexy came up with earlier today. He was saying he thinks that there's going to become more strains of COVID nineteen there are, than there are of marijuana. <laughs> Thought I'd share that with you. So, are they going to make it in animals uh, too? They, they might. (laughs) Well, he was talking about you know because he uh, was reading a few articles and he was very uh, surprised about how how quickly the vaccines expire if they're not you know even if they're refrigerated at a certain temperature and all that. And he's he he brought up a good point. He's like, how the hell do people know that are getting vaccinated whether or not their vaccine has been expired or not? Uh, oh, yes, you, you, you trust question. the government. Yeah, you, you trust, trust the government. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, They've never we, lied. Uh, no, they never lied. To you. They only tell you uh, the best thing for you. That's all. What? Uh, what? What? Uh, what do we got going in chat? Let's start with an ant. And someone post what would an ant, what would eat an ant? Then what would eat that? Oh, a snake. 
Oh, it's, what would eat a snake? So we got an ant. A lizard would eat the ant. A snake would eat the lizard. Um, I don't know what the hell would eat a snake. No, um, there's a lot of things eat a snake. Well, I, well, I don't want to go. I don't want to go too big. Right, but it doesn't have to be too big to eat a snake. It didn't have to be too big of a snake. The lizard could have been a little lizard. Hmm. Like a what little gecko. Oh, gec- no, gecko's not going to eat a snake. No, no, no. I'm saying the lizard could have been like the size of a gecko, so the snake wouldn't have to be too big. Another a snake. snake. Well, <laughs> Prescott's got it. That could be. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've ever seen anything eat a snake. A human being is, I've seen a human being eat a snake. They, uh, they catch them and then like cut them all up and it's really disgusting. I have not had snake. I would like to try it. Have you eaten snake, uh, Eric? Mm, nope. Mm, don't really plan to. <laughs> if you it's had interesting to, Eric, how we had to think about that though. If you had to, Eric, would you eat a snake or a snail? Mm, I think I would pass on both. No escargot for producer Eric. What about you, Bert? Oh, I've had snails. I like snails. Really? I've not heard of snails' mess, like from the movie It Takes Two. No, escargot and butter sauce. Oh, boy. It's good. Well, garlic sauce. When you put it in your mouth, isn't it like all slimy and. No, no, it's it's cooked, but I like raw oysters. I'll eat that. Can you deep fry a snail? I guess you could. You can deep fry an oyster. Hmm. I might go for that. It, ha- it would have to be crunchy, though. I the, the whole texture thing is what gets me. I, well, leave it, the shell on. Fried <laughs> <laughs> oh oysters, good. Dried oysters. I don't do oysters. Fried. Oh, fried. Yeah, I still won't do fried oysters. Yeah. Uh, I I don't right. know. I We're can't even a eat coyote that. here. A coyote. Oh my god! What the hell eats a coyote? How about uh, what? Would an elephant eat a coyote? No. Too slow, huh? No, they would just kill it. Elephants don't eat meat. Oh, fucking elephants. <laughs> <laughs> well, elephants have right good memories. Big, or, you know, well, going too big. They have good uh, memories. Mountain lion, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah mountain lion be the next one up. That's pretty good. I, I See, I live in the cities. We don't have many animals. So Every once in a while, we have a deer that crosses the road, though, by the beach. Don't ask me why, why, what a deer is doing by the beach, but <laughs> we do have them. Oh, my God. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. I still have to go shopping. I don't know what to get my grandmother. It's, uh, you know, she's 88. She has everything she's ever wanted. Get her she's a new trap- No, she's doing all right. She, grandma oh. gets around. Yeah, she's uh, the only thing she's worried about is COVID-19 right now. And I'm, and I'm really surprised that uh, her daughter, which is my aunt, is allowing people to get together, uh, you know, for her birthday, because uh, at least for the past year, she's like been the, I don't know, the the the, the guard, you know, keeping the cell locked, <laughs> making sure nobody comes around grandma. But uh, they're definitely going to uh, allow people to visit this weekend, so that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. And then, what else? Oh, the nephew's birthday is tomorrow. How was the nephew? The nephew's 15, I believe. He's going to be f- turning 15. Anything electronic? Yeah. Well, he likes, he likes clothes. So, Was hmm. it your nephew or Big Sexy's then? No, my, it's my nephew, actually. Uh, oh. Surprising uh, surpri- of all surprises. It's uh, my sister's son. And uh, 
I think Big, Big Sexy took him out shopping uh, earlier this week for his birthday. But we're oh, still gonna- that was a mistake. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't Prada. It wasn't any of the big expensive stuff. He's not into that yet. So thank God for yeah, that. Yeah, but Big Sexy, about- he will be. Yeah, I'm talking about the nephew, by the way. <laughs> well, when it comes to clothes shopping for me, I'm more used to like buying like used hand-me-down stuff from the Goodwill or Value Village or off of eBay. More more so than I'm going to like a Macy's or a JCPenney department store to buy brand spanking new. Yeah, no, everyone's got their favorite places to go. Um, I, I'm easy. Just get me a polo and a, a, a pair of jeans well, and uh, you know, some shoes and I'm good. I'm not. I'm well, not you know, my, my specialty is like into like collect different con- kinds of like clothing, like le- leather, leather coats, of course, which I own, like including the big leather trench coat I bought out of Edison, New Jersey four years ago that I still proudly own and have in the closet. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I do uh, my clothes. I do uh, keep around for a while, so I don't mm-hmm. go through uh, very fast. So. Well, and there's probably a, like a like a favorite pair of cl- piece of clothing that that you you've worn for a long time that you like and i'm sure big sexy has a, a favorite piece of clothing too um if you asked him i don't think you'd be able to pick what he likes the best out um you have to <laughs> you have to keep in mind at one point in his life and i don't think he's like this anymore but he would be the type that he can only wear like if he wa- went out and bought a shirt he could only wear it one time that's it um, oh, oh, think of like Vanna White, you know, on Wheel of Fortune. She never wear, wears the same dress again. Yeah, that's pretty much like Big Sexy, how he used to be. You just wear it once and you just put it in the closet. I mean, you should see the closet. It's like the entire master well, bedroom. The entire master bedroom, right? Uh, it's got floor <laughs> ceiling uh, closet doors. And I don't know, it's about 10 feet long. It's got a couple different shelves, two multiple shelves, top and bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to take a guess how many clothes I have in there. Twelve. Twelve. Okay, Eric. I'd probably say twelve or fifteen. Well, you guys are both. Uh, in, uh, I have zero. Uh, you keep yours in the shoebox under the bed. All, all my clothes, all my shoes are in the spare bedroom uh, closet. <laughs> it is like wall to wall packed of shirts, pants, shoes. The whole, the whole um, ten feet has got a, a top line of shoes on it. Well, here's the thing: if if Big Sexy isn't going to wear certain pairs of clothing again, he can just take it and donate it to like the Goodwill or. Oh, and and get like a donation receipt, and then you know that you would probably get a tax deduction for donating gently used clothing. Yeah, no, he definitely has done that. He he does. He he's a giver. He likes uh, he likes giving gifts and stuff like that. And uh, he or has sell it on the Facebook marketplace or eBay. No, that's too that's too inconvenient. Uh, we we uh, donate the the clothing instead. Yeah. By the way, congratulations there, Prescott Bob, on the win. Yeah. I feel like uh, going out and playing poker. Have you played poker lately, uh, Perk? You a Texas Hold'em guy at all? No, I haven't played poker in forever. Yeah. Nope. Not not me either, even though I've been to Vegas like two years ago for my brother and sister-in-law's wedding. Did you play any slots while you were there, Eric? Mm, I'm afraid not, but I did get an invite to go to David Copperfield's show down at MGM Grand, even though we stayed at Planet Hollywood. Um but I think the, the the suite that my brother and sister-in-law and 
you know, and my two nieces were in, like, if you looked out the window, you know, along like the, the Vegas Strip, you had like a good view of the Paris Hotel right next door and the Bellagio just right across the street from them. But when the winds would pick up and the fountain was running, you would, you would see like the wind like push like w- water off the fountain, like probably like on that driveway in front of like the Bellagio where you enter, you know, splashing people's cars. <laughs> yeah. But I, when I was, I, I'm, I'm sure you probably have seen that before. Yeah, no, I, I have. And when I was in the casino industry, when I was single, I don't mm-hmm. know, for some reason, I always had the dream that I would be working in Las Vegas in a management position, like, you know, like uh, an executive position. And my, my dream spot of living would be in, in like the penthouse of the same casino that I worked at. <laughs> and, and the primary reason was, you know, how could it be better than not having to travel to work? Every day when you came home from work, you have fresh linens, everything's cleaned up for you, and you're good to go for another 24 hours. Oh, yeah. But as you see, that didn't happen. And uh, now I get to enjoy the delicious meals from Big Sexy tonight. Damn, that's loud. You guys don't hear that, but I do. Um, what, are we, what did we have today? I forget what he had. It was pretty good, though. Uh, but yeah, Big Sexy is the uh, probably the best cook in uh, all of uh, the United States, uh, as far as on a nightly basis co- is concerned. I don't know. Honey I'm Bee. telling you, when Honey when Bee. we come down to Florida and visit, we'll, we'll have uh, Big Sexy and Honey Bee uh, do uh, I don't know a chef challenge or something. Have a cook off. <laughs> she just yeah, put her yeah. thumbs up in the air. Oh, there you go. That's I'm all about it. I think uh, I think they would have uh, they'd have a lot of fun doing that and. Uh, I guess I will venture. I will venture out with you and uh, try to have fun yeah, with these. She just said, even just cooking together would be fun. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, how long would they get into this before they realize they just conned us to make dinner for them? That's all they did. <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll we'll go outside. We'll play with the bees. Get some honey and and all that. You know, I, I'm sure I'll get uh, stung a couple of times. <laughs> Well, and I think um, as you know, as for Lady Me, you're still waiting on your donuts, right? Yeah, that donuts. You know what? I, the donuts are probably all, already have mold on them. I mean, by this time, uh, <laughs> she, she would have to get you some fresh donuts. Yeah, has so anybody, I, mean, I, I can't yeah. remember if I ever asked you. Have you ever tried the croissant donuts? Croissant it's like, donuts. It's croissant like like a croissant is. It's layered. Oh, they're so good. They're hard to find though. Cronuts <laughs> is what they call them here. I've heard, of, I've heard of cronuts. I, I don't think oh. I've ever had a cronut, though. They are so awesome. May, maybe I'll have Big Sexy look them up and make some for me. Well, when we finally get them, we usually get one for that morning and then for the next morning. For some reason, the next morning, they're never there. You know what I have the hardest time doing, though, is if I go out and buy some uh, a food that I want, I have a very big problem trying to wait till the next day to eat it. I just have to open that damn thing up and eat it right then and there yeah i mean these are just oh they're, they're just so good so i guess i'd have to buy six of them <laughs> three for me and three for big sexy he doesn't look like he could eat three. Oh, he could eat 20 you don't you, you, under, kind of metabolism. you underestimate how much this kid can eat the power of the sexy <laughs> he eats more than i do and he doesn't gain a damn pound well, I said, Honeybee and I were talking about that the other day, and 
And I said something like that, or she said, or whatever. And I says, well, I guess he does go on those hikes. So maybe that helps keep it off. I don't know. Wait, wait, wait a minute. He goes on hikes. He's gone on one hike his entire life. Oh, he posted that thing. She got the thing on. What was that on? Instagram? Instagram? She got, it looked like something he does all the time. He's styling, no, profiling. No, no. and Oh, no. He just he's just got to make sure the photo looks Hi, good. Jeremy. Well, it does look good. Yeah. No, he does. He actually dragged my ass out of bed this morning to go to Le Creuset, uh, his, one of his favorite stores, by the way. Yeah. It was the factory to table uh, event. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. How could I not remember? You know the reason why I was asked to go, right? It had nothing. Because <laughs> you had the charge card? No, not because I had the charge card, but it has nothing to do with spending time with each other. But <laughs> he's in the other room, by the way. Uh, he's got a very cute laugh, I can tell. Uh, oh, you should you should wait you can until because you can hear Eric. What are you talking? <laughs> um, real. Yeah, yeah, he's got a real bubbly personality. I can tell. Yes, that that he has a bubbly personality. He's choking. Don't choke too hard. But he, the reason why I was asked to come along today had nothing to do with me picking something out that was cute or thinking that he would need or anything like that. But he's like, "Yeah, just come with me, and when we get there, you can stand in line to wait for the fucking store to open, and I'll go get some Starbucks and I'll go check a couple things out." Wait, wait, hold on. Are you getting Ovaltine added to that Starbucks? I can't believe you said Starbucks. No, it, well, it wasn't. Uh, me. You said Starbucks. I didn't go to Starbucks. He was going to go to Starbucks. But you still well, said um, And I think the nanny's mother needs a lashing for saying the O word in the pilot episode of the nanny. Unbelievable. You know, <laughs> mother, Sylvia. So you, you definitely won't be watching that episode of the nanny anytime soon. Yeah, no, I don't watch the name. That that gal's voice just bothers the hell out of me. <laughs> Fran Drescher. Yeah, Fran. Yeah. She, she did a really show. That? She did a show. I think it was only lasted a couple seasons based on her real life because she married that guy. And then that guy ended up saying he was gay and divorced her. But then they became real. <laughs> oh, yes. Friends. She did a show on it. It was a great show. I'm trying to think of the name of the guy that played her husband. He's done a lot of other things. But um, it, living it with Fran or life with Fran. Yeah, I think that was it. It got canceled just after a couple of seasons, but it was really a cute show. Yeah. Yeah. Does she really talk like that with the little ring and the line? And, she you know, accentuates and, it on the shows, oh, but okay. she does um, have, it's in there. Um, I don't know if y'all knew this about Jean Stapleton when she played Edith Bunker. Um, when people asked her to do like the, that's right, Archie, she would refuse to do it because if she, she did it, you would have to pay her a royalty for that. What? Really? You can do it so you can make some money, right? Yeah, why wouldn't you do it? And, and if you listen to Megan Mullally, um, when she plays Karen on the show, um, you know, she doesn't, you know, Megan Mullally in real life doesn't sound anything like Karen because she's making oh, up a Grace. falsetto voice. Yeah, she, she, I would have to say between her and who, what was the housekeeper's name? Forget that. Housekeeper, I can't I think of her name, know. but Will and Grace. Will and Grace. Oh, um, no, not Karen. Karen was like you. Yeah. No, it was it was a it was a Latin name. She was she, a, she, a she, she was a Hispanic maid. Yeah. yeah. But I, I those two characters 
in that in that uh, sitcom, uh, they were epic. They made the show what it was. <laughs> well, Sean Hayes made Jack, of course, you know, and, oh, yeah. and um, you know, the just Jack. Remember? I do. I do remember that one. Well, do you remember the one where they were talking about share sh- um, dressa or share transvestites, and then he ran into the real share, and he was like, "You're the worst one." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, we're five minutes overdue for the jingle, and I think Jeremy's here. Hey, what is going on there, Jeremy? Good to see you, buddy. All right, we'll, uh, we'll play the last jingle of the night, take a short break, get a swish of water, and uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Friday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. Oh, thanks for the uh, the hi there. Heard. I appreciate that. Hi right back at you. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. My all-time favorite show, if if I had to pick one, I'm still sticking with Married with Children. I, that was my all-time favorite. Yeah. I wish there was I more. Also for me. Honeybee and I have, I don't know how many times we've watched every episode of King of Queens, but that show and Everybody Loves Raymond, that's usually our go-to if nothing's on. We can watch those over and over and over. I recently down, uh, excuse me, I recently acquired uh, a full like series, like all of the series of something. I haven't watched it yet. I forget what it was. I don't think it was Friends. Um, God, what are some of like the all time classics? I know Friends was very popular. Well, how know. far back are you going? Maybe it was Cheers. I think I downloaded all of the Cheers uh-huh. seasons. Was it? Was it in color? <laughs> the show. Yes, it wasn't back in your heyday. Oh. Was it? Was it a talkie? <laughs> a talkie? No, the Brady Bunch. Uh, touched by an angel? No, the nanny was. Yeah, the nanny was okay, but she was annoying. That '70s show, I, I got burnt out on that after a few seasons. Did, isn't there like a character in that '70s shows uh, that's kind of? I don't know. I there was a character. I think he was. <laughs> I don't know. He struck me as uh, being gay. Fez? I don't think he. Yeah. I, I, was um, he Fez. You know what? He's on a modern like CSI show or something. And he is so different because that was such a put on on a 70s show. Yeah. No, that that uh, he, it just struck me as weird. Well, and I, I certainly miss the days of like those wholesome family friendly shows. But nowadays you, you don't see any new episodes of that anymore. And. You know, but and I know that chances are we'll likely never see a reboot of the nanny or the Brady Bunch or Alf or the Cosby show or I swear or, you were gonna say I really miss the days of our lives. Oh my <laughs> I swear I told you. Well, I think that the, hey, that show is still on, but it's gonna be returning to, from its Olympic hiatus on Monday because Sunday is the closing ceremonies. Oh, oh my you God. mean the, the Olympics were go- have been going on? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because N- NBC, um, you know, puts daytime programming on like a two-week hiatus for the Olympics. You know Prescott's what? They probably, would, they, probably, they probably would have had more higher ratings showing their daytime soaps than they have been getting with the Olympics. And they Prescott's have also like... That never happened yeah. again in today's society. You don't think so? <laughs> no way. Neither would Maud. The way Archie talked and what he called people and yeah, no, that would not happen. Jeremy, welcome to the show, brother. How are you doing tonight? Jeremy, can you hear us? I think he's muted. Yeah, he might be battling it out with the uh, frogs. (laughs) 
There he is. Hey. What is going on, dude? Meetings. That's what's going on. Meetings. Meetings for your upcoming campaign to run as the uh, Alabama something or other? Uh, That's been discussed. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's not happening. I don't think that's happening, though. We've got a guy that uh, I threw it in front of him tonight. But let me tell you something. There's a California soon will not be the only state that's having a recall election. Oh, oh, interesting. Uh, is there a name to throw out there? Uh, not. No, it's not on the state level. <laughs> is uh, no, not right now. But uh, um, you'll hear about it because it, it, it's going to be. But I mean, it's been secret. It's been pretty secret. But now, uh, I, I don't know if you've even seen this, but I put it out there. My local city's being sued for thirty million dollars. That might be the that might be uh, how much the entire city's worth. No, I don't think his no, city's no, made no. thirty million since it was incorporated. Oh no 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 no, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you, they got money. I know how much is in them banking accounts. We we we've, we've seen financial documents. Jeremy's uh, hacking into the bank statements. Oh no, <laughs> oh no, they I think that might be public information there. So for thirty million dollars, on what grounds are they being sued for? They let two inmates die inside the jail, and they never checked on them. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's bad, man. And then today, I had somebody call me today and was like, hey, man, I need help. And I was like, what do you, what do you, call, what do you need? And he was like, uh, this guy's in my house, and he's got a knife, and he says he's going to kill me if I try to come. I'm like, take a gun and blow his brains out. And he was like, I don't have a gun. And he was like, so they called the police, right? And okay. I was like, what's this guy's name? And th you're going to find this unbelievable because you hear about these stories in California all the time. But wait, wait till you hear this story. So the guy's inside this other man's house with a knife saying he's going to kill the homeowner. Hey, I, I get the guy's name. He knows the guy. It's his wife's uncle. And I was like, when's his date of birth? And he tells me his date of birth. I was like, let me call somebody and see if, you know, he's got warrants or anything somewhere else. If I called somebody and I told him what was going on, I was like, he's already called the police. Run this guy's name and see if he's got warrants or just call. I was like, he thinks he's got warrants out of Huntsville. So they call Huntsville. Huntsville's like, yeah, we got warrants for domestic assault with a deadly weapon. And we were like, okay. So all they wanted to do was our police department to run the guy's name, arrest him, and they were going to send an officer an hour and 10 minutes away down here to pick him up. They didn't even have to meet him halfway. The police officer would not run his name and threaten the homeowner for calling the cops on that guy said that he was harassing him. Oh, my God. Sounds like things are half-assed backwards over there in Alabama like they are here in California. Oh, it's just as bad, man. People people hide it. It's just as bad. This is a sanctuary city. Oh, congratulations. I, I feel your pain. Yeah. Yeah, sanctuary cities, I, sanctuary cities I, 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 can't, I, I can't believe that people even that are living in those cities put up with that. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's it's to the point. Well, what happened was we had a mayor that got in office, and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to do this, 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 and this." And he got down there, and all he's done is line his pocket. And um, people are getting fed up with it. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Uh, he takes uh takes uh you know 
He's been taking notes from the rest of them, I, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. And this guy, well, the bad part is he was already a millionaire before he went in office. See, that's, that's what I don't understand. Like, if you're a millionaire, unless you really give a shit, why would you even throw your name in the hat? I mean, to get the way, you know, to get more. Yeah, yeah. That generally is a thing. If uh, people that have money, they want all the power in the world. That's uh well I hope you guys get rid of that piece of crap. Uh, that's for sure. That's what we're working on. I mean, it's uh it's it's gonna come to light here pretty soon. I mean it's uh By the way, Hurt has a perfect campaign slogan for you if you uh when you decide to run. You wanna hear it? Mm, what is it to the moon and back? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> don't croak before you vote. Oh. You have pictures of your frog. That could be your icon. Yeah. Oh, dude, let me tell you something about these frogs, okay? How many of them are there? It sounds like you have hundreds of them. Okay, so I live in the city, right? Okay. Like, I, I live dead in the city. Like, I, you can't get any more city than where I live. All right, so there are these people that have woods behind me. And in the city limits, you have to keep your property clean and clear. And if there's snakes and stuff like that, you know, it's because your property's wooded up. And, you know, it's just like a you're supposed to keep your property cleaned up. These people that live behind me will not keep their property cleaned up. And we don't have a, we don't, we, like I, I just told you about the police department. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what's causing it. God. Don't you have like a homeowners association or something? No. Or an ordinance. Yeah, we've got ordinances, but when you ain't got nobody to enforce them, what good are they? Well, maybe maybe instead of calling the cops, you need to call who are they? Who are we told to call now? You're supposed to call like the mental health code people. enforcement, social workers, social workers. Yeah, call the social workers. Uh, our social workers are useless too. <laughs> well, Cummings, it just sounds like you're screwed, pal. Yeah, it sounds like you need to leave the get the hell out of Alabama. That's what man. Let about. me tell you, it's it, it's it's to the point to where it's just like. It, I'll, I'll tell you more off air because I can't tell you, you know, a lot of the stuff on here. But it's it, some of the stuff that I could tell you. Your hair would stand up on the back of your neck. That's how deep this stuff is. I'm checking for hair. I don't have any hair on my neck. Uh, well, you'll grow it. <laughs> oh my! Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, do you have any plans on moving? I mean, you ever thought? No, of- no, oh, man. No, I'm a holdout. I, that's what. Everybody that I went to school with, a lot of the kids move. And there's probably about 300 of us because it, we could, I mean, it was a pretty decent sized high school. Okay. And, and uh, about 300 of us stayed. We didn't move. And I could have moved. I could have moved not too long ago. I mean, I, I had a sweet deal going. I could have moved, but I was like, no, I don't, I don't want to move. But as I especially couldn't move with my grandpa being sick, and then he died. And now my grandma, she, I got her and my mom, so I'm not going anywhere for a, you know a while. <sighs> well, you need to make change then. If you're going to stay there, uh, don't sit. Don't sit around. Uh, oh no. Yeah, you got to do something. Oh yeah, we've got a we've got a reporter. Let me tell you something. You know, we talk about reporters and we talk about fake news. Yeah. But buddy, let me tell you, we found one that's a bulldog. A bulldog. There you go. This is for you, Jeremy. There you go. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a such a great song too, isn't it? 
It's, it's a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Are the Swampers still around? Yeah. They are? I didn't know. Yeah, you can, you can actually go to, uh, we have a place over in uh, uh, Sheffield that's called the Swampers Lounge. I'll have to look at that. Is it that like downtown area of Sheffield? Uh, no, 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 no. It's out, it's out on the uh, out, uh, outskirts of Sheffield. But I believe, now let me think because I, yeah, I think they moved it. You know that restaurant, the rotating restaurant that they have in Florence? No, I didn't know Florence had a rotating restaurant. Yeah, it's one of those like it's like a it's kind of like a skyscraper kind of deal, and then it rotates at the top. Yeah, I've been in one of them. I didn't know Florence had one. Yeah, it's right by the Marriott. Yeah. So it's on um, the seventy two area. It's yeah, it's overlooking the river over in Florence. Um, I think the Western Peachtree Plaza Hotel in Atlanta had like a restaurant at the top that rotated, but they had to stop that rotation after after a young kid had like got gotten like caught caught between something and dined. And and I think Seattle had one, but I don't think they're operating that restaurant in on that turn dial in the Space Needle. Wasn't green enough for them. See, what you <laughs> say is, is it Swampers Bar and Grill? Yeah, it's they they've got a they got a Swampers Bar and Grill. I it's it's a uh, and and see they do this thing called uh, Muscle Muscle Shoals to Music Row Live, and um, they do live concerts and everything from like people who write a lot of your songs that are out there and there are songs that you grew up with. A lot of the songwriters are from around here. Oh, it's and, right off the East bridge. I've been by there and haven't even noticed it. Yeah. It rotates. It, it, it's, it's a cool restaurant, man. It's expensive, but it's cool. Huh. I think the, the only one I've gone to that has a revolving, like for to eat and stuff like that. There's a place in Hawaii that uh, has a revolving little thing. That was it's pretty cool. It's neat. Honeybee took me to my first one on uh, Clearwater Beach, and it was it was pretty cool. And they go I slow, know, like so slow. You, you yeah, they, tell that that you're moving. Yeah, it's not anything you would get sick from the speed. That's for sure. You don't even really notice it. Scenery just slowly changes, um, like you're saying. Yeah, I this know, like, overlooks the river. I know, know like some of the best play, places in Atlanta to eat at. Um, you know. Aside from like the varsity, if you're into like good hamburgers and hot dogs, you know you got the Steamhouse Lounge. You got the Steamhouse Lounge uh, on West Peachtree and Eleventh Street. Um, they've got good seafood, but I know slightly would pass on that. Yeah, no. um, they didn't. Even- Honeybee <laughs> took me to Varsity when we were going back to Florida after uh, her getting out of the hospital and staying up there. That was the first time I uh-huh. been. It's pretty cool. I like it. Hurt when, did, um, when you were in Huntsville? Did you go? Did uh, where did you did you eat anywhere special? Where did I eat in Huntsville? No, oh, actually, I went to um, oh shoot, what's it? It's Chicken Tender Place over by Five Points there in Huntsville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about, but I can't yeah, think of some of it. Um, I had that, and um, so I didn't really go to any place special. But there is one down down there by that place called. Uh, the 1892 or something like that. I've never been there, but there's a lot of places I like in Huntsville. I, I really like Huntsville. They've got a, uh, they've got, what I was going to tell you is they've got a Brazilian steakhouse up there. Oh yeah. Off of oh, uh, like Redstone area. Yeah. That is the best place. Like I went there and man, like I've been to, to a Brazilian steakhouse. I went to a Brazilian steakhouse. Um, it was in Florida. I went to one, but it, it was nowhere near as good as that one up there. Well, 
For my yeah, work, yeah. sometimes I take big groups out. And we did a, a big Christmas dinner one time because they had a huge sales gain. And we went to a Brazilian steakhouse in Nashville. And it was funny because we did it, I don't know, I think maybe two years in a row. But everybody started asking, are we going to have the meat sweats meeting again? Because <laughs> <laughs> you just did so much meat. Wow. Yeah. I like Brazilian steakhouses. Yeah. That's oh, the best thing well, is the bacon wrapped chicken hearts. Oh, like pop those like sweet tarts. Yeah. Yeah. I think like a couple other good restaurants in the Atlanta area that I can think of is, you know, y'all heard me mention a place called Roasters. There's one on Lenox Road. And then, you know, that's close to like Midtown and Buckhead. And then you have another location over in Sandy Springs, right over on Roswell Road. And then I know on Cheshire Bridge, you've got um, Rocks spelled R-O-X-X. And then you have like a, a, a place called like the Promenade, you know, and then on La Vista Road in, in, Tucker near North Lake Mall, you have a place called the Blue Ribbon Grill, which you know they're they're like a really good like mom and pop restaurant. Then I haven't really had the opportunity to really study other other places around Atlanta, you know, in terms of like good food and and quality. You guys but, been to New Orleans? Have, I've I've never been never been to New Orleans, Louisiana, but I, but if Crazy Kane was here, I don't know if he would recommend any good places. Uh, he, I bet she'd bring up Quarter Two Sisters. That's down in in. Uh, in uh, shoot, what is that street? I can't think of street. It's like the riverfront off, right off the riverfront area, right? And then, of course, you got to go to Cafe Du Monde and get some beignets. But there's a lot of good places there to eat too. Big sexy. Yeah, uh, yesterday, last night, he well, he wasn't aware that you weren't going to be on, but he had uh, handed me a list, and he wanted to know if you and Honeybee had ever been to these places: uh, Wave Asian Bistro and Sushi. Never sushi. heard of that. Where is it? Where Where are these places? Um, I don't know. Is is Mount Dora a place? Yeah, hey, Lady Me. Yeah, Central Florida. So that's where I guess these are. Uh, and B, yeah, I guess that's the one place. Wave Asian Bistro and Sushi. I think he wants to go there. Yeah, no, I haven't been to that one. If it says sushi, there's a better chance Honeybee's been than me. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't do sushi myself, so. Oh, she's looking it up right now on her Lady phone. Lady Me, thanks for the uh, golden mic there, young lady. It's good to see you. I've been wondering where you've been. And uh, hope that. Oh, and uh, thanks for the heart. Oh, happy Christmas. Um, I wonder if she might have a health update um, on what? her ex husband and, and son. Like, how yeah. are they doing, if you don't mind us asking? Yeah, well, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have maybe. Lady Me go on with us. Lady Me, how the hell are you, young lady? I've had a rough week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. What is no. going? On? Um. Yeah. He got. He got pretty bad again. So he's been. Um. <laughs> um. They had to put him in a medicated coma. Uh. What? I can't even talk anymore. I'm so tired. Um. What do you call it? A medically induced coma. Because medically induced coma. Induced coma. Yeah. He was just. He got really bad. So they intubated him a couple of days ago. Um, he's in ICU. He's on prone position. Um, but in the middle of all that, you know, the hospital got really bad and they almost basically forced me to get my vaccine. So I did take my first vaccine on Wednesday. Is that your son going? That's my ex-husband. That's the father of my seven kids. Wow. Yeah. So it's been a rough week. It's been a rough week. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore, you guys. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of this whole COVID shit. I'm tired of it all. Did you have any 
side effects from your vaccine since you had COVID? Um, I haven't, Jeremy, but you know, the, the, so I got it Wednesday morning, Wednesday night, I had a really bad headache and it was weird. I, I started getting a really bad sore throat. Like I had, um, like I got a sore throat. So I've had the sore throat for like two days. Today I feel better, but I like, um, after I got it, like maybe an hour after I felt like I got like the, like, um, like my whole body just got hot. Like I was having like a hot flash kind of scared me for a second, but it kind of went away after. So you're so. Feeling, at the at the current moment, you're feeling fine then. Yeah, I am personally Very myself. Like yeah, but did you hear how September 30 they're mandating that all healthcare workers have to have it? They yeah. have to have it. That's crazy. Yeah. How, how yeah, no, I've even I've even read some news articles too that um, I'm sure you slightly might do some research on on a new term called corporate communism. But but I'll go ahead and let you and letting me discuss more of the story. How do your colleagues feel about the September 30th mandate? I mean, I know a lot of a lot of uh, health practitioners uh, have gotten vaccinated, but there's mm-hmm. got to be a good amount of them that still kind of feel like this should be their choice. Well, you know what? Slightly, I mean, they sent out they sent out a letter today. Actually, I just got the email from work about an hour ago. There was only seven percent of us that weren't vaccinated left in the hospital. Only seven percent. So I was one of those seven percent that kept fighting it. Wow. Seven so most of the huh? yeah, most of the hospitals vaccinated, which is crazy. And even if you and so even if you've uh, contracted COVID nineteen, they still are mandating that you get vaccinated. Yeah, and in my department, they they were like basically in my face, my because there's only four of us in my actual department, and <laughs> my boss was just like. I need 100%. And I'm like, well, I'm not ready to take it. And it was weird because in the beginning, he wasn't going to take it. And then all of a sudden, he took it. And now they're like in my face saying, hey, you really need to take it. Wow. So I did. I went ahead. I went ahead and I, and I took it. But, you know, I had all my doctor friends begging me after my ex-husband was in the hospital. And, and that's the first thing. They make you feel guilty when you're a patient and you come in and you're not vaccinated. Like, it's your fault. Because that was the first thing the ER doctor said. Well, is he vaccinated? And I said, no, he's not. And it, it makes you feel guilty. Like, oh, well, that's why he's sick. You know, well, and I don't. Think- yeah, no, I hear you. And that's that's one of the sad things that I, I've been starting to see, uh, you know, kind of, you know, basically. We've had the, the in society, you know, the whole race issue dividing uh, people in society. And now it seems as though. You know, if you're unvaccinated, oh, you're the horrible, disgusting. How dare you? You're dirty. Stay away. And, you know, everybody else that's gotten the vaccine, they're the, you know, the upper echelon of people. Oh, look at those scummy little people there that don't want to take a vaccine. And that's how how it seems like it's starting to, uh, you know, and it sure as hell doesn't help that you have governors trying to pressure businesses, even small businesses, and making that, you know, their employees and their customers in some instances, even here in California, in San Diego, in fact, uh, there's a, a local gay bar that if you're not vaccinated, they're not going to let you in. Well, Palm Springs, same thing. Did you hear about the restaurants, indoor eating? You can't go in unless you have a proof of vaccination or you have a negative COVID test. Yeah, no, I, I have heard about that. And, it, and it's, it's, it's horrible. It's, it's unbelievable. And, uh, oh, my God, Big Sexy just handed me a note saying that he found a place 
where gas is $6.44 a gallon. Holy shit. Where is this? In LA. Oh my God. But going, you know, going back to that, it's, it's, it's getting out of control. Uh, Jeremy asked if I had brought up the Apple story. We did talk about that yesterday. Uh, Apple announced how they are going to be going into everyone's iPhones all across the nation, uh, looking at all of your photographs because they want to identify uh, child abuse uh, photographs. What the fuck? Yes, that was announced. I announced that yesterday. I read that story. But uh, Apple is going to be digging into all the photos. Can you do that? Uh, they, they, uh, Apple feels that they can. I don't know if they're going to come out with a, a new privacy warning. And uh, basically in the 15 pages of uh, text somewhere, they're going to sneak that in there. But that's their intentions. Wow, thank God I don't have an Apple. <laughs> yeah. Thank God I have an Android. That's yeah, what they're yeah. going to do. They're, they're doing it like some people are saying that it's a conspiracy that that like if you've got any anti-vax pictures on your phones and stuff like where you've saved gifts mm-hmm. or memes or whatever, mm-hmm. that that's also going to be reported. Well, they'll find yeah, a lot. It sounds like they are are advocating for a nanny state is what it is. Oh my God, that is so crazy. But it's because they're in a lawsuit right now. Slightly, have you heard about their lawsuit? No, I have not heard about the lawsuit. What's going on with Apple? There, there's a lot of guys that have uh, computer shops around the country. And they, they're all getting together and they're going to sue Apple because Apple is making their products impossible to work on to where you have to take them back to Apple. And they're saying that they're violating some law and they're getting ready to file a lawsuit over it that says that Apple is pretty much, you know, creating a, a monopoly to keep people out of their stuff so they can control, you know, everything. Wow. Lady Me says she's going to have to delete all her photos. <laughs> oh, my God. She's such an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, that's why, right? <laughs> I got a question, though. I, I got an honest question. Like, me, she has kids. I mean, everybody, like, everybody I know that has kids has a, has, like, so if you have a picture of your child running through your house or, like, they're outside and, like, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, if a kid takes their, like, if a kid's doing something cute and they're butt naked and it's your own child, oh, right. they're gonna arrest you for being a pedophile. Then that's right. what I'm saying. Like, that's that's not okay. Like, I I don't I support I support you know killing all pedophiles. Well, I shouldn't say that, but uh, I, you know I I think pedophiles should be locked away and never allowed back on the streets. But good lord, man, you're gonna you know. My question was, okay, uh, you know, I'm all about there not being anybody abusing their children. I'm all about, uh, you know, children being safe and all that. But in the back of my mind, Apple wants to go out and look for these images of child abuse. And I'm thinking, and I would never do this, but if I were going to abuse my child, you think I'd be that fucking dumb to take a photograph of it? Right, right. Exactly. That is dumb. Yeah, huh. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't think. I think there's an ulterior motive in this. And uh, sadly, I own all Apple products. And uh, shame. Oh my off. god! You better shame delete all your pictures lately. I know. <laughs> I get, have to get rid of all of my Trump photos, and uh, you know, all you're gonna have to get rid of that picture of Big Sexy and that, with that gag ball in his mouth too. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or at least put a blindfold on him. Did you hack into my phone? 
<laughs> no, I just know. Now I want to know, Jeremy, and um, and also Doomsday Podcast might uh, have knowledge of this, but there was word going around about up in Alberta, Canada, that they're saying that there's no such thing as COVID nineteen. Uh, a judge ruled this, and I'm not sure if this is true or not. I'm trying to hear if anybody else has heard about this. Yeah, I've heard it. So what do you what do you know about it? It was a court case. These people sued, and they took it to court where. The, these health officials have been saying that, you know, COVID-19, it's, it's this, 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 and this. Right. And that, that it required this mandate and that mandate, and everybody had to be locked down in their home because of this. And then when they got to court, they didn't have proof of shit. They hadn't even isolated the virus. That's why the court ruled the way they did is because the judge said, how can you say it caused this when you have never even isolated that virus so you don't even know what it does? Yeah. Okay. That's what the whole case was about. I'll have to, I'll have to research more into that. I, I I heard about that last night. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. But yeah. The only other thing I, I would like uh, it, people's opinions about before we head out for the weekend, uh, and that is, it just left my mind. I'm trying to think what it was. Was it about D's? It was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it was D's nuts. <laughs> no, Jeremy, you're too you're too white. You gotta be. You gotta act less white. Oh, I saw <laughs> it. Hey guys, I'm gonna jump down. I'll talk to you soon. Wait, Lady Me, it was, it was a question that I wanted you to uh, answer. Actually, if you have time. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. What were you saying? Well, I'm trying to think about it. What it was. <laughs> you have to. You, you have take to your bear, bear You're forgetting things. Oh my God! Well, I have so much crap going on in my life. It's it's hard to keep everything in order. But it had to do it had to do with COVID. Okay. And it Hi, was. It was yeah. Don't take a picture of the kids. They might report you for child abuse. I know, and she loves to run around naked. Let me tell you, she wears undies, but she doesn't like no shirts. Oh yeah. What was it? It had to do with COVID. It had to do with I don't. know. I'm going to have to, um, you know, as soon as we end the show, it's going to come <laughs> right back to me and I'm going to just kick myself in the ass. Okay. Well, so, call me or text me. I'll, I'll call and it. text you. Yeah. Okay. Have to do it was that. nice seeing you guys. Have a good one, uh, Lady Me. It's good to have hear from you. Have a great weekend, mate. Thank you. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm tired. I hope <laughs> see you, me. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Love you. Have a good Bye. night. Love you, too. Jeremy, any exciting plans for the weekend while I try to remember what I wanted to say? Um, no, not really. I mean, um, I'm going to uh, make some uh, dynamite this weekend and throw it out there for, for the frogs to eat. But um, <laughs> uh, Save the legs. Save the legs. That's right, man. Hey, you know what we need to do? We really need to do this damn podcaster's convention. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it. I don't know. Fuck it. We'll do it in Vegas. I don't care. Do it at Cummings House. We'll have frog legs. Frog leg buffet. Right. Frog leg two birds with one stone. Hey, if I get the, the free thing convention um, meeting info confirmed because um, that they want to invite the Slightly Serious Show podcast there, and I've already proposed inviting Cummings' culture and John DeVito and, of course, Dennis Lee and Don Lake and Trust Talk, and hopefully the old man and Dina Joe might be interested in maybe Ralph and Mike Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, we definitely need to get something together. That would be uh, exactly very fun. At least if even if it's just for like a weekend time type of thing, that would be. You come here here to my place, you'll feel right at home in California. You're used to a sanctuary city. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's why. That's why it would be better to do in Las Vegas, where there's still somewhat Republican. I think Las Vegas would be fun. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We got to do it though. That's for sure. Anyway, uh, one for uh, Las Vegas, two for Alabama. Put it in three the for Atlanta. Four or for Florida. Or four for Florida. Yeah, now anybody's okay. So we have one of each. No, nobody's nobody wants to go to number two. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> oh, there. Yeah, the, finally, you know what number two is the guy from the yeah, number two. <laughs> no, 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 no. Atlanta, Houston. Thanks for the uh, the highs there, uh, Tampa Bay, Mike. I hope you're having a lovely evening as we're winding down here. I don't remember what my question was going to be, so I'll probably have to uh, put it out there on Monday. Yeah, anyway, uh, I'm gonna get the hell out of uh, get the hell on out of here and start enjoying the weekend. I hope everyone has a safe and fun no parting weekend. thoughts. Well, I was getting there. <laughs> I have a parting thought for you. That's why I'm asking. Oh yeah, I we we will always go around the board for uh, oh, okay. Your your Did final me, thoughts. Oh my god, this is it's, go it's like Jerry. It's like Jerry fucking Springer over here. We got Jerry final thoughts going on. Everybody, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. What are your final thoughts? Speaking of final thoughts, there, Jeremy. Don't shit in the woods and grab uh grab poison oak. That's a good thought. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, producer Eric, any uh, final words? Well, um, you know, wishing everybody a great weekend. Um, look forward to seeing everybody back here next week, as always. And hopefully, you know, we'll have like a n- new round of stories. And 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 I'm sure over the weekend you'll probably, be, you know, researching like like that corporate communism that I mentioned. Um, like if you listen to Matt Gates's podcast in its entirety you'll you'll hear that conversation between him and marjorie taylor green you know where the government has allowed allowed for that type of practice to take hold yeah definitely we'll uh, catch up on that and uh yeah i haven't listened to that so that would be uh, well you can watch the video version or you can look up the firebrand podcast on podbean for, for his most recent episode i will definitely check that out and i hope you have a good weekend and part I know you've been itching at it. What do you got as a final thought? Well, my final thought is an honor slightly over the last 10 minutes. You know, as you get older slightly, there's three things that happen. The first is your memory goes. And damn, I can't remember the other two. (laughs) (laughs) It'll come back to you. (laughs) It'll come back. You'll have to circle around to it like uh, Hacky Sack does in uh, D.C. Anyways, uh, I don't know. Final thought for me for the night. If you're going to represent constituents, whether at a state level, local level, or whatever, don't be barging into some one of your constituents' businesses and just start going off on them. If you don't like something you see, just ignore it. You'll be fine. Anyways, I encourage you to give uh, words of encouragement to the owner of Suture and Sons Star Wars shop. You get a chance, look it up, give him a call, let him know you support him and his rights to, you know, his freedom of speech. 
But uh, anyways, be good to you. Be good to one another. Be safe out there. Don't go, don't be going out and catching the COVID. And uh, most importantly, make sure you live each day as though it may be your last. And I hope you have a good rest of your evening. God bless you and God bless America. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.